0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Anchor of the Week. My name is Zach.
1: And I'm Courtney, and we're an initiative of Hope and Anchor Community Church in London.
0: Each week we'll discuss different topics relevant to faith and Christianity in today's culture.
1: We're here to build a space for the church to share our experiences and challenge one another to grow in living a life like Jesus.
0: Okay Timo, we are back yet again. Welcome.
1: Hello everyone, welcome back.
0: Uh, Yeah, really good to be here. Um, We have a great episode in store for you lot. Uh, today we took it to the march
1: yes, yes you thought we were gonna say to the streets but no
0: no <laughs> no we didn't yeah um i actually wasn't there present at the time
1: yeah so you're um, in a way doing other important things it's yeah. fine it's okay
0: <laughs> yeah yeah but courtney and uh, some of our team uh, were out and amongst it um yeah they were um asking questions to the public during yeah. the freedom march which we mentioned last week
1: yeah, so we mentioned it last week in your last week's episode. Um, we said we weren't super sure if we'd be able to make it, but we did make it, um, and it was an amazing time. Yeah, um, what yeah. was it like?
0: Talk us through the atmosphere. A little yeah,
1: bit? it was it was crazy. Honestly, we didn't know what to expect. We kind of went there and we we're like, okay, we saw it a little bit on social media, but like, you never know. You know, like this could be a hundred people. This could be ten people. Sure, you know, yeah, a yeah. Parliament Square. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was a lot of people and a lot of different causes being fought for. Yeah. Um. Obviously, like, freedom was, like, the general thing. And there were specific things, like, mm. largely, you know, either anti-government, anti-COVID, all these different things. Um,
0: so interesting. So many different things. It's kind of like yeah. the person next to you could be fighting for something completely different.
1: It was very strange yeah, because there was a lot of almost like this kind of air of a bit of confusion as well, because it was kind of like everyone's fighting for something different. Yeah. Um, but there also was a lot of unity because they were all, everyone kind of fighting for something different. Yeah. But everyone kind of on the same page in the fact that like, hey, like, you know, we want something to change from this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we went in. We just got amongst it. <laughs> got amongst it. Head yeah. first started asking people some questions and yeah.
0: it was really good. Awesome. Yeah. Brilliant. We're just going to like, I had to listen over the interviews, had to watch. Um, Yeah, we're just gonna reflect a little bit, maybe ask some questions and um, chit chat about it.
1: All right, guys, we are here on the street, um, right here at Parliament Square for what people are calling Freedom Day. So we are out here asking people what freedom means to them. We got some great interviews lined up, so let's check them out. All right, so now I'm sitting here with Fred and with Diana. Um, Thank you for being willing to to talk with us today. Um, Can you guys just kind of explain to us what freedom in a general sense means to you?
2: Ah, you go first, Fred. (laughs) (laughs) To be able to get up and travel wherever you want, there's a great, I don't know if many people know about this, but there's something on the internet that's called um, WorkX, Alpex. So any youngster that's just fed up with his life, can, or could, get on a plane and go and work four hours a day, and you get four meals. No money involved, so you need a bit in your pocket. But that's freedom. If you say, well, I've had enough of this country, I want to go and see if I can put roots down in Mexico, Chile, wherever you go, you know and now this shower have shut everything down. Taking all the freedom away, they just want you here so that they can keep jabbing you up, get that nanotechnology into you and make you a robot. And then you're gonna be the government's puppet. You're never ever gonna think for yourself. So the sooner you wake up and realize, the better.
1: So would you also say that to you freedom is um, like freedom of thought? In a sense, because you talk about two main things: so freedom of traveling, so mobility, and maybe freedom in borders, um, but also freedom of thought, like the ability to think what what you believe, you know, or to decide for yourself what you think on something. As I exactly what
2: exactly what freedom is for me: being able to make your own choices about, for example, what you want to put in your body, what you want to eat, what you want to drink, just the basics of life, really, and being able to believe what you want to believe, like whether it's religious or not, just you should be able to say what you want to say and right. people shouldn't get offended. They should be, just be able to say, okay, that's what you think. Yeah. This is what I think and not argue.
1: Right. Do you think maybe offense is a, like an enemy of freedom? Yeah, definitely. Well, that's really interesting. I've never thought about it that way. And would you say that like, um, you've experienced like this true freedom or do you feel like this is kind of always, you know, kind of what we're in right now, this has always kind of been the case is just amplified or do you think that you've truly experienced freedom before?
2: I don't think we have. I think from the minute you're born, you're under the thumb, told what to do, what to wear, where to go, when to do it. So no, I don't think we've ever been free yet. And as for vaccines, I'd seriously look into it because I'm sure there's something beyond the BCG when we're children because we lose something. And the the vaccinations all through history, they've all been to dumb you down. So you don't really want to awaken and know why you're here to be the best that you can be in life and be a good man, a good lady and love each other. Not to uh, I want the next dolly. It's all avarice, avarice, avarice. It's all greedy, yeah. you know. And at the top of the pyramid, there's what? Free people running it all. You know, how can all these people suck up to, like, free people? Keep your money. We don't want your money. Let's start our own communes, grow our own veg, get rid of all of them, get rid of schooling, self-teach your, your children, and let them know how to survive. I mean, do you know any children that have been taught, taught survival in, in school? Let's say we're okay, all, say no. So you should learn how to skin a rabbit. That might upset vegans, I don't know, but anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What's censor that for the vegans? Yeah,
2: Yeah. (laughs) but you know, you're pure, let's stay alive. But it's none of that, is it? They just train you to go and work in McDonald's or somewhere like this, and you're gonna be down there, you know. That's what it's all about, being submissive. And people are waking up now, and and they know that's not what we're put on earth for, to suck up to the pyramid.
1: So what are we put on our Earth for, in your opinion? You said to be the best person that you could be? Anything you'd like to elaborate on that? Yeah, to purely
2: ex- uh, experience this before we move on to the next level. You never die, you just move on to the next phase.
1: Yeah. Awesome. What are you hoping to see from all of this today? Is there anything from this Freedom Day that you're like, wow, if there could be one thing that we're hoping for, praying for, like for this time, what would it be? Uh, to get rid of this government and get a new one put in
2: place that has a brain would be nice
1: <laughs> you know what fair enough all
2: right I <laughs> they've been so bad hancock and boris isn't they what do they have to do to make people realize hang on they're lying bunch of shites what what did they have to do they can't go no further down the down the hole you know the are were not they and no one's waking up i'll oh, have to jab i'm all right no because come winter you're either going to be dead or you're going to be a puppet
1: well time will tell right <laughs> but i'm really happy that you guys are here and that yeah, that you're bracing the, the sun as well because it is a scorcher today. Uh, but it is always so encouraging to see people that believe in something to actually go out and make a stand for it. So I think, yeah, and I think in that sense of freedom as well, that is a beautiful thing. And I think that should be like, a, yeah, a freedom for us all, so freedom. yeah. You wherever
2: you want and see whoever you want. That's how you, you get cultural, you learn
1: all your languages. You know? Awesome. Cool, thank you so much. It was Fred and Diana, right? Awesome. All right, thank you for talking with us.
3: All right, so now I'm here with Luke. How are you doing, Luke? I'm very well, Luke. How are you? Uh, Courtney, how are you?
1: (laughs) Hang on, no, it's okay. Um, But yes, we wanted to stop you, because first of all, we love this sign. Love is the answer. Do you want to explain why this is a sign that you've chosen today at the Freedom March?
3: This is the first time I've come to London throughout the COVID pandemic. We do a lot of work locally and I knew that really you can only get one message across. I don't think we're going to change what our government are doing, but I think one thing we can do is raise our vibrations and connect. I think love, unity and high vibration is my message that I bring on Love is the answer pretty much sums that up. What's the meaning of life? Why am I here today? Why do we look after each other? Why do I care about the planet? Love is the answer to, to all of the questions I ask really.
1: And how does that, that look for you then on the practical, on the day-to-day? You know, cause love can be sometimes so theoretical or almost mystical at points.
3: Definitely, I think I'm a very, very spiritual person. I've been on some difficult journeys in my life, some really exciting journeys, some crazy drug experiences uh, and all of that um, has woken me up really to so the essence of spirituality and the fact that we seek connection with one another because we are one ultimately and our higher selves know that and understand that and embody that and live that and that is ultimately the way we win this right now is we raise our vibrations so these old systems they don't work anymore they don't control us anymore if we're in fear they have the power if we're in love we have the power and that's what i honestly believe
1: no that's amazing so i myself i'm actually a christian um, but that is what i believe as well like love conquers fear like that is I think uh, something that goes beyond what you believe in something that goes beyond belief systems and yeah, so I thought it was really interesting. And you said you've gone, I don't know how deep you want to get and you can yeah, do whatever you go want. Go down the rabbit
3: hole as deep as you want to go. It's one time only. And amazing, here are, yeah. Here I am, so please, please ask away.
1: Yeah, you said you've had some some difficult but also some amazing spiritual journeys. Um, anything in that that you've learned from that or that you want to share um, from that?
3: Yeah, so the catalyst for me was losing someone I really loved. That was my nan. Um, complete source of unconditional love for me growing up. She unfortunately died of bone cancer. We watched her sort of, Whittle away over six months and then I had to learn how to love myself. I didn't want that grief to drag me down. And so it set me on a journey. It made me realise how much has been, excuse my language, how much crap has been programmed into our minds and actually we need to go back, we need to reprogram, we need to actually define ourselves by our own definitions and not by the definitions that society offers because I think it's all designed to control, create a sense of insecurity and a state of disharmony. If we're in that state all we care about is our own disharmony, our own own sorrows and worries, whereas when you liberate yourself, when you find, learn how to love yourself and learn how to love your neighbour, you're free. You're free. And, and genuinely, I, I love you. I love everybody. Everybody here, unconditional love, man. Unconditional love.
1: First of all, thank you. You're very, very welcome. <laughs> um, but you said as well, oh, what did you say? Like kind of like we have to like reset and kind of restructure our... So what does that look like for you? I know we talk about loving, you know, one another, but is there a different...
3: Definitely. So, in our society we talk a lot about consciousness and subconsciousness. Our subconsciousness is where we store all our programmes, our repeated and learned behaviours, the simple things from brushing your teeth to driving a car to real ideologies and self-beliefs. So, I had a lot of insecurity programmed into me through the Catholic Church and being raised through that Catholic system. I'm very open sexually and obviously that kind of contrast to what the church teaches, so for a long time I believed I may have been possessed by some kind of evil that really sort of hurt me and when I learned that actually on a soulful level gender doesn't exist, the soul is made up of divine masculine and divine feminine in perfect harmony and my connection with other human beings is on that level so it's not about physical gender, it's about so much more. Um, and and that that ultimately was one of the biggest fundamental changes for me when I defined myself by that and not by the way I'd been taught to believe I should perceive gender and attraction really and then that just sent me down a rabbit hole of self-discovery lost myself and whatever it may be to the point that here we are like sort of right now and I want to stand for humanity I believe in humanity and like you I believe if you walk into a dark room and turn the light on the light will win so that's hopefully that's
1: I mean, honestly, I believe that in that sense as well, like light will always overcome the darkness. And I think it is really cool because we can stand here and have different, maybe, like belief roots or belief things, but we can all agree in the fact that, like, as humanity, you know, we are called to be united, you know. And obviously, as a Christian, I come from a more Christian perspective of that, you know, that God has created us all as as one, but it's that exact thing and how we all need to be uni- like unified and it's disunity that is really what's hurting us as, as a people.
3: It is and, and honestly the, the, the society works so hard to put us into a state of disharmony. It's very, very subtle how it does it and it starts very, very young and if you're not consciously aware of how it affects you whether that's beauty magazines, celebrity culture, the events and all the types of things that they put on to create the society we live in it is designed to put you into a state of disharmony and achieving that spiritual growth, that self-fulfillment and enlightenment is actually really, really difficult but it's it's really worth it. It was very hard at times for me. I had to accept some difficult truths about myself. But I think I'm I'm at a point in that journey now where you want to share that awareness with others. So. It's really, really great that you stopped me today and gave me this opportunity to be honest.
1: Yeah, of course. And I, I love what you said at the end, how you had to face some difficult truths. Yeah. Um, is that what freedom is to you? Is waking up to the truth potentially?
3: It's the absolution of the ego. The ego is the false self. and You know, I was born and birth, on my birth certificate it says Luke Rogers and most of my life I lived trying to define who Luke Rogers was and then I realized that's just a legal fiction. Actually, the soul of me was created way before that name was and the truth of who and what I am is way more than that name and so I think I truly started to, to be me beyond a name or any kind of physical definition really. Yeah.
1: That's amazing. And Luke, I think, yeah, that you are an amazing guy. And I think that you are so much more than just a label or a name. And I love that you are on this journey of, of figuring that out. And that's really awesome. Thank and I thank well. you for challenging our perspectives as well. That's amazing. You're, you're
3: welcome. Unconditional love. Unconditional love to everyone and everybody listening. So awesome. we can do this. We really can. Thank you. All
1: right. Thank you, Luke. Thank you all. Have a lovely, lovely day. Thank you. All right. So now we're here with Steve. How are you doing, Steve?
3: So far, it's a good, lovely
4: day.
1: It's a beautiful day, right? Everyone's getting their day on
4: can't want for a better day for freedom.
1: (coughs) Oh, perfect segue. (laughs) So can you tell me, Steve, what does freedom mean to you? Uh,
4: Well, I'm 61, so most of my life I was brought up in, you know, a perceived level of freedom. I just want that back. I don't want some sort of new normal. I want that back.
1: And when you say perceived freedom, um, do you mean as in there was a certain level that you knew maybe wasn't freedom, but it was more perceived as freedom as to now?
4: Well, I actually think that despite the fact that I, I, I've been brought up in a generation you think you're free, <clears throat> I always think there's been an underlying inexplicable thing where we're probably not, you know, because nothing ever really, really changes despite a majority of people asking for something. So I think, I think whether you agreed with Brexit or not, I think Brexit was the start of where that got highlighted. Something happened, an establishment didn't want it to happen, and they put everything in their way to stop it happening. So, I think we were manipulated before anyway, but it was never so overtly as it is now.
1: So, you're saying that potentially right now we're just seeing maybe the things for the first time and they're kind of being brought to light?
4: Well, you, you could say they've shown their hand or they've been forced to show their hand by, you know, making us go into lockdown and a level of us go, well, hang on, that's not right, and we're kicking back. So, they've had to show their hand and become even more draconian with it, you know? Look, I don't, I'm not denying that there isn't some sort of, you know, new flu thing going around. If you get it, it can be quite nasty. I'm not in denial of that. I believe it could have been handled so much better without lockdowns, without all the draconian restrictions, and still kept the people that needed to be safe, safe. Having said that, we're not immune from death. And 80-year-old people unfortunately die, you know. It's on the horizon for me, you know. You can't prevent death. So my major gripe is the way that it's been dealt with. Not, I'm not in denial that there's a, a, a flu thing going on, but it's been, it's been used now for nefarious reasons. It's obvious.
1: And so circling back, you also said something about manipulation as well. Um, do you, would you say that maybe um, um, an antonym of freedom or something that goes against freedom would be then manipulation?
4: Well, I've got an American friend and he spent quite a lot of time in this country and... um,
1: I'm Canadian, so you won't offend me, it's
4: okay. (laughs) He's he's a six foot six black guy from Alabama, right? And I say to him, Randy, what's the difference? You've been over here long enough now. What's the difference between us and the States? And he says, in the States, they give you a longer lead. That that was his perception of, of how we are here, yeah.
1: Yeah, so again, freedom is relative
4: in a sense. Well, he felt we were buttoned down certainly more than they are in the States, and that's before any of this happened.
1: That's very interesting. Um, and now, if we're kind of looking again generally at just the, the overall idea of freedom, um, what is something that from today, or just from the continuing demonstrations that we've got going on, I know over the summer, um, or I mean the past 18 months really, um, that you would say, okay, this is what I really hope to see from this, from these demonstrations, or from our petitioning the government, like, what aspect of freedom do you want to see for our our city?
4: I'm a believer in personal responsibility and personal freedoms and minimal government involvement in your life. All they should do is keep the streets clean, make sure we can all go to hospital and get treated, make sure the schools are okay, stop manipulating us in every other way and trying to stuff agendas down us and make these people hate that people It's gone bonkers. It has gone bonkers to me at 61. If you'd explained this to us 20 years ago, you'd have thought it was madness.
1: You said something also very interesting. You said putting people against people. Do you think, because that disunity and unity has been a theme that has popped up a lot while we've been talking with people. Um, Do you think then unity as well is a key in our freedom?
4: Well, to me, that is one of the major reasons that none of the mainstream press report on these events because there is everyone here. There's brown people, black people, everyone is here, right? There are fringe loonies here that ordinarily I probably have nothing in common with, but we're all in together on this. And the mainstream media don't like it because they're confused to know how to report it because they can't single it out on, oh, these are all far-right Tommy Robinson supporters or, or you know, so then they choose to not mention it at all.
1: It's a very interesting, uh, interesting observation. I mean, I, I don't think you're completely wrong, but it is something that from here I've been very touched by. I think my whole team as well, that it's literally everyone from every walk of life, every yeah. age, every race, every ethnicity, everything. Um, yeah. yeah i so. be
4: honest with you. I'm slightly disappointed there aren't um, more younger people involved. Yeah. Because I think, well, you know, should 60 year old blokes be protesting for our freedom? I, you know. Back in my day, any of these kind of protests, it was mainly youngsters, students, and a sprinkling of eccentric old people. <laughs> now it's kind of the other way around, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, what would you say then to those younger people, you know, to encourage them to come out here?
4: Look, I'm not blaming them. I just think they've been, um, they're in a world now that is just all about consumerism, making yourself look good on Instagram. They've been sold a whole different future to what I was when I was growing up and, and I and I I feel sorry for them you know I do joke with them and I say well you know if we don't get out of this you'll be able to look back on my generation which I firmly believe will be looked back as a sweet spot in history for freedoms culture innovation and a whole range of other things we're slowly being steered down to some sort of dystopian, blooming, artificial intelligence future, Amazon supposedly now sacked their temporary workforce staff by an app that is working on an algorithm. Yeah. Haven't even got the decency to sack people in person now. <laughs> yes,
1: I think uh, things are, are rapidly changing. Um, yes, but. Well,
4: maybe it's because I'm old and, and I might be a bit stuck in the mud, but I can't, I can't see. I, I just don't see where these things are of a benefit. to humanity, I don't.
1: But I, I think as well as, you know, I'm relatively young, I would like to think. Um, and as kind of a re- representation for, for that demographic, I want to say that like, it is really important for us to hear people like you. You are not that old, just for the record. Um, <laughs> but you have experience, you know, and you've, you've lived a longer life than we have. So I think it definitely, we need to listen.
4: I'm not saying, I'm just, I just use it in, in terms of music. Where, where is the rebellious music of the youth now? Some, some pe- young people I know, they say, well, it's in rap, but it certainly isn't Coldplay, is it? You know? you know, I was born on the Sex Pistols, the Clash, you know, you know Youth Rebellion, it's, it's, it's gone now. It's
1: true. Also a great observation, and I will not listen to Coldplay the same ever again. <laughs> Amazing, well, thank you so much, Steve. It has been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, so there you have it. Those are some of the interviews that, uh, that we had on last week. Yeah. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts? You weren't there. I want to hear your thoughts about Yeah.
0: Well, okay. Yeah. Actually the first thing I noticed, which um I don't know what your thoughts on this are. Oh, okay. Okay. But uh if anyone watched it, um you'll have noticed um the old couple's uh t-shirts. <laughs> it actually made me laugh. I'm not going to lie. It was really yes. funny to me. Um but obviously a little bit rude if you are not watching the YouTube right now. Basically it was it was like "Why don't take this or it was like this is my freedom and it just has, like, a picture of a middle finger (laughs) flipping someone off. So, like, it was interesting that that was, like... They kind of wore that, and it was...
1: It was the aggression right from the get-go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think in the interview, you could really tell that he was very... It it came across a little bit aggressive, just a little bit, like, strong um, world I guess, and... Yeah.
1: Also, uh, we should have had this disclaimer a little bit earlier, um, but the the opinions, um, as yeah. seen in the interviews, do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Zach, me, the Anchor of the Week, or Hope and Anchor Community Church. Yes. I feel like that should be a legal thing at the bottom. <laughs> um, yeah, Just so everyone's clear, yep. like, yeah, we're just out to see what everyone thinks. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, continue. Yeah.
0: So no no, that's good. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um anyway, so like their t shirts, they were wearing the t shirts. It it seemed like, like you said, aggressive. And I just yeah. it's an interesting way of kind of protesting and yes. you know, just going about their way of
1: against whatever yeah. this they're fighting for, you know? So Which is interesting. Let's kind of remember that as well, because I feel like each interview it was like a different approach. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Aggressive. Was, yeah. Very unaggressive yeah love and love love, love. Yeah. lovey dovey lovey dovey there it is yeah we will get to that one in a minute yeah um,
0: but yeah, yeah no you're right it, it's interesting i just i wonder like how effective is that approach or is that is that the first thing that they thought of in terms of like you know was it a case of they, they've they tried other things and they've tried to do I which don't know, is true like and now this is their kind of what they've had to resort to is more like aggressive to actually make a difference to actually, like, grab attention, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of aggressive nature from things like this, like, comes from just the fact that they need to grasp some kind of attention. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Which is what a demonstration is, yeah, right? It is, is yeah. Trying to catch attention.
0: Yeah. Um, something else uh, that... I think the, the lady... I assume they were married. Or, I think so. Or uh, We together. never clarified. No, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, she was talking about how kind of the ever since they were young, they've been told what to do and they've never experienced freedom before.
1: That was a very interesting, I think, point, right? Because we're fighting for freedom, we're fighting for freedom, but I guess it has to come back to what is your definition of freedom then? Mm -hmm. You know, because as I think he mentioned, like freedom for me is like, um, you know, being able to travel wherever you want, you know, and having that like openness of mind and that cultural experience, you know, and um, which I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Like I, I see that or whatever, but then... If she's saying that she's never doesn't believe she's ever actually experienced freedom, mm-hmm. then it's like okay, wait, then your definition of freedom must be way more complex than that.
0: Yeah,
1: um, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, you know, and I think the theme of kind of being like born into systems, um, which we've talked about on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Um, I think specifically in our agenda episode. Yeah, um, which <laughs> goes perfectly <laughs> with this. What did you say? Um, Yes. Yeah. But it was it's interesting though to, to hear that kind of perspective because I think that's something that we all know is that okay, like we've all been born into certain structure of life, you know, but is that limiting our freedom? And then because of that, have we ever had quote unquote what the world would consider actual freedom?
0: Yeah. Did um I can't remember this exactly. Maybe you'll help me out. Um did he mention that he'd seen different cultures before? I mean that he flew around a lot? Or I don't that, Okay.
1: I don't know if he like said that specifically he sure, had, but sure. there's definitely that kind of feeling that that he has, you know. Right. Um, and I, it's true. Like I guess when globalization kind of came about with, especially with technology, right, everyone's minds were were opened, mm-hmm. right. And that is again one thing that I think a lot of people were also fighting for freedom for was kind of freedom of speech, freedom of knowledge, even, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, can you control what people see, what people don't see? If it, is it to protect people, but yeah. even if you're trying to protect someone, does that not then limit their freedom to be able to be exposed to whatever they want to be exposed Mm, to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. This is just a very, it's it's a very layered topic, you know? And it's class. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I wonder if
0: like, if, if, if he was traveling a fair bit, then I can understand his frustration, but like, I don't know. It's interesting. Like when someone's taken away from you, but like, yeah, it's just the fact that it's taken away and it just feels like you're, you're trapped a little bit, even though it's like actually not that relevant or, yeah. Like, even that causes a little bit of a stir in you.
1: Yeah, and I think that kind of correlates really well into... I think he also said this. Um, honestly, the interviews kind of blurring my head a little bit. Um, <laughs> but basically, uh, as well, like, it's freedom of choice. And I know we talked about it on the last episode and the episode before with Aaron, and, like, how freedom for many people is being able to choose, right? Yeah. So to choose whether or not you travel or not, to yeah. choose whether or not you're exposed to something. Yeah. And, yeah, that freedom of choice. Literally, yeah. is the big thing.
0: I think... I wonder if that was his situation or not, but...
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. interesting.
0: Um, yeah, so... The second interview few, which... Yes. um I think, like, yeah. I think we decided to keep some of the things in because I think we just want this to be a little bit more, like, real and just to actually showcase kind yeah. of, like, the thoughts that are out there, you know? Yeah, um, as yeah. As different as they might be or whatever, I think it's mm-hmm. important, like, we don't shy away from these things and we actually face them a little bit more. I think... Yeah. It's very easy just to live in this bubble, and we've jokingly kind of have this hashtag of like,
1: "Burst the bubble." (laughs) There it is. Yeah, we don't know if we're going to make that our catchphrase or not. uh, (laughs) Yeah, but yeah,
0: it's just important to remember like these are things that are happening in the world, and like that's what we're here for is to speak into them and like
1: yeah, and to allow ourselves to be confronted with these things. And of course a lot of the things that we talked about or the things that were happening at the March or at the protests, like of course, no, we don't agree with everything, Yeah. you know? Um, yeah. but that is, I think something that as Christians as well, we need to become more comfortable with getting uncomfortable by other people's opinions defo. and viewpoints. Yeah. definitely. Um, so all that being said, like,
3: Just,
1: yeah, obviously know what you believe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause like, going into situations like this, it's very easy then to kind of be like, Oh, maybe I should believe that. Well, they're really pretty convincing. Oh, Hey, he has a good point, you know, yeah. all these different things. So, mm. yeah. um, but, but, yeah,
0: it is interesting. Um, obviously, the, the I think kind of
1: the big thing, not that
0: I want to pick this up loads, but just he mentioned that, um, like, gender doesn't exist, and he kind of elaborated on that a little bit. Yeah, it, He seemed very, uh, like, I love the phrase lovey-dovey, like, just yeah, very, that's, like...
1: that's the one you've chosen for this. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, like, I don't know, heads and Not heads in the clouds a little bit, but it just, he's kind of, like... It, it feels ignorant a little bit, and it's very kind of just you know, let's accept everything. And that's yeah. just, well, love, it's just, love
1: it's stuff. a different tactic from the very aggressive. Tactic, yeah. You so know, it was and interesting to see that. yeah, again, it's like complete opposite end of the spectrum, right? Where it's like, love is, you know, love is the answer. And in its basic form, like, yes, love is the answer because God is love. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like we can agree on that. Um, yeah, but sure. it's just interesting to see that the two sides of the first interview, mm-hmm. the couple, hopefully couple, <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> don't know. Yeah. Label that. Um, <laughs> And him as well, right? And there are some things of, like, truth that he said as well. Like, a lot of kind of aspects of renewing our minds and, like, okay, what have we just accepted as truth, you know, that we need freedom from? Yeah. But again, it's a different kind of freedom, which feels, like, almost like a vastness of, well, there's nothing really real anymore. Yeah. You know? And it's, okay, what's that balance then between, you know, not being told what is and will only be and, you know, from, you know, structures of governments or Mm -hmm. society, you know, but then what we talked about last week and kind of maybe having limits to freedom. Yeah. Okay. Where, where do we kind of draw the boundaries? You yeah. know, like, can we just not be anything ever? Yeah. You know,
0: it's so important. We reflect on like, just, yeah. I guess the Bible in general, just yeah. and what that says. Cause that is like facts and that is like just truth. In yeah. that. And I think that's, it doesn't get truer than that. It doesn't mm-hmm. get more real than that. So yeah. it's so important. We just keep going back to Yeah. like, yeah, yeah just what, what does god say yeah. and things um
1: and, but what i really loved about him too it was just like he clearly has gone on a process and he kind of opened up to us a little bit which is yeah. amazing thank yeah. you so much man yeah man like uh, yeah so good um the vulnerability but just kind of being on that process of realizing that maybe there are some things that i needed to, to like unlearn yeah and i thought that is a really good point I it think is we yeah can all kind of yeah. kind of take in he,
0: he he did mention that he said like i think you're saying so much has filled our minds and he was like we almost need to just like go back to square one and like almost redefine things yeah and obviously he was saying like define ourselves kind of from our own point and stuff and um yeah, yeah and not societies and you know it's yeah I think that was it's a good point I think it's making yeah. sure that we just define ourselves by the the truth rather than because our minds can be all over the place a little of bit of course you know? yeah, so, yeah but I did really like that he was just like yeah. like we're being polluted with things polluted polluted well whatever <laughs> I just said but we're being polluted with things so it's yeah. making sure we exactly square one a little bit more
1: exactly Um, yeah
0: yeah so um but but also like in in all that like it's really also important it's all balanced but just making sure like you know do we are we taking responsibility for our our decisions like you know it's it's very easy to just to blame things on your surroundings which is something i know we've brought up before but like it's important that we take responsibility we do make decisions like ultimately we we do make the decision at the end of the day Um, yeah Yeah. i appreciate there are some things that are Little bit hit and miss with uh, kind of what what I say is, but I think at the end of the day it's our decision, yeah. you know.
1: Um, and to take their responsibility and to actually do something about it, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Last interview. Yes.
0: Yeah, you quite enjoyed that, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just
0: Reminds you of your dad? Yeah, I remind <laughs> me of my dad. And I, I don't
1: know first of all he's ever gonna watch this. Sorry, dad. Um <laughs> this is like his second shout out in like a couple of weeks, I think. Really? I don't know what's oh, happening. Right. I don't know. Anyway, must uh, so... miss you, Dad. Um, but he did. It was kind of like that same generation. So it kind of felt like I was actually sitting there with my dad and hearing someone. And we're like of English descent as well. Like not very far off, actually. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was kind of interesting to see, okay, like maybe this is like a, this could be like a dinner table conversation for me, you know, if I was mm-hmm. back at home. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was just kind of cool in that sense. And then to, you know, hear someone that's lived in England, you know, yeah. um, for a bit longer. And of course, like we tried to get kind of a different like age demographic. Um, yeah, yeah. but it was really good. And I just thought he had very like, um, clear
0: thoughts. You yeah. Know what I mean, he did didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He seemed like he,
1: he like really even made up his mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I noticed, um, I was saying to you before, um, uh, we started this, like he referred back to like back in the day and like his yeah. younger times or whatever, yeah. like f- a fair bit, like I think a good, like four times or something like that. Anyway, I, didn't count but um <laughs> yeah it's interesting that he was referring back to that yeah. time obviously for him then he had experienced freedom or at least more freedom right. than than what he's kind of in at the moment yeah and very different to our first interview, you who had said that they just never had freedom yeah yeah um it's true yeah what? Wh- why do you think that is and what, what like the fact that he's referring back to that so much do you think that's good that he's i don't know i, I don't want to say living in the past I think he just has something to compare the situation we're in today with. Yeah, I think what, so. What do you think, kind of? Yeah.
1: Well, I yeah. mean, of course, being his age, you said he was 61, so I don't think that's, like, outing anyone's age. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you kind of, like, lived a bit more through, like, the mm-hmm. the 60s, the 70s, kind of, like... Yeah. I call it, like, Woodstock. It kind of actually did feel a little bit like Woodstock when we were there. I really? Mean, okay. I mean, not like any of us were old enough to be there, <laughs> but it had that kind of vibe, you mm-hmm. know? And so... I think he must, you know, because he lived through that generation and that kind of like movement, you know, the the peace movement. Yeah. um, That yeah, they must have kind of just been something that he's kind of seen more. But I think, and I think we kind of brushed or touched up on it on the um, conversation, but like, just more is being exposed now, Mm -hmm. you know. And then, but that also raises a question: like, if you just because you don't see it, does it mean you have more freedom? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Which is a whole other thing, but... Mm-hmm.
0: And he mentioned our generation, I think, if I heard this right, like, we don't have as much rebellion, or something? And, or he, yeah. Did he talk about music? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I've been thinking about this, actually, for, like, a few days now, when I'm listening to my music. Um... I don't say he dragged Coldplay, but a little bit. Um, <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Coldplay's a great band. They're very talented. It's fine. Yeah. But he was saying, like, that was part of, like, the rebellion or the revolution. It came in all the different areas of society, right? Yeah. And especially the arts. Mm-hmm. And that is something that, you know, at the forefront of almost any, like, political movement, it were the artist, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is the artist. It should be the artist. So he's kind of saying, like, where are the young people that are, like, fed up? And, like, yeah. Um, yeah, and I think there definitely are some, you know, mm. and I, I can think of a few kind, of maybe smaller yeah, ones. for sure. Uh, but it's true, like, that was a whole generation that was marked by kind of this, like, stick it to them, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. we're gonna, you know, have freedom or whatever. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that was really interesting. Yeah, and yeah. there was kind of a <clears throat> interesting age gap as well.
0: Well, yeah, like, at the at the march. Yeah, what, what in What was general, the average age? You, yeah,
1: absolutely. it was, like, kids being brought with their parents or usually a bit older people. Right. Like I would say forties and up. Right. Um not that's was saying there was no one between the ages of like sure. fifteen and, and thirty five or whatever. Yeah. Um kids with their families then. Yeah. Super interesting. Yeah. really interesting, yeah. right? And so he was saying, like, I, I <clears throat> wish that more like, you know, like young people, like young adults were out here because, you know, hey, this like applies to you. Yeah. And there were some, again, I don't wanna like discredit yeah. that. But what was really interesting is a lot of people when we would ask them, Okay, like why are you fighting, you know, like or like fighting for freedom, yeah. not, not fighting. for <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. They'd be like, oh, like, I'm doing this for my kids. Like I'm fighting for freedom for yeah, my kids. Wow. And so it's very interesting then to see wow. like, okay, like, yeah. Mm. The that, gap that's there.
0: so interesting to me. Yeah. To, for their kids. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah.
1: And I don't fully know, know why that the the gap was there, but. Sure. It's, yeah. It's,
0: it's, I think it's interesting to think about. Yeah. Mm. Of course. Awesome.
1: Do you have any final thoughts on uh on what we heard or uh, I mean, freedom in general or I think
0: I think we kind of covered all my like little notes that we had. I think yeah, it's super interesting to hear different people's perspectives. Yeah. I think I do want to just like mention like it's just it's important we hear
3: yeah. what's
0: out there like and face it and kind of yeah, just I mentioned it before but like just that we're not ing- ignorant and just put these things aside cuz Yeah. Yeah, this is like our place. Like this of is course. the kind of, I guess the, the age we're living in and the generation we're at, and yeah. we need to, like, we need to deal with these things. You know, we need to try and mm-hmm. speak some life into it, and of course, so of course, and yeah. actually
1: be the church that will dare to go out. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I think that's something that, like, we can't escape it. You know, maybe like we're not all affected by it. Sure. You know, yeah. um, but we are living in a very like politically volatile age yeah you know and yeah. a lot of things are happening under the surface and above the surface and our faces you know and yeah just to kind of be willing to step out and say okay god like your truth over everything yeah.
0: yeah
4: yeah
0: yeah so great chat um yes. yeah that was a gen- actually i really enjoyed uh listening to those interviews so thank- yeah. if they are listening thank you so much for coming on um mm-hmm. yeah it was it was really nice to to listen
1: yes and um, spoiler alert: yes. there is probably going to be a part two coming next week. Yeah. Um, because London is popping yeah. with freedom mm-hmm. rallies. Yeah. And Though, we move, yeah. The next one coming up is actually a worldwide freedom one. So I mean, we could get some. Yeah. Some good, good. Seriously, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just
0: want to get amongst it.
1: Yeah. We? Yeah. You know, Stuck in. Just right in there. Right. <laughs>
0: I was waiting for something from you. Anyway, yeah, but seriously, we do. Um yes. Yeah, we just want to know what's out there and just speak into it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So,
0: um, yeah, guys. Uh, again, just a cheeky plug. We're on the uh, the Insta.
1: I was gonna do it, but look at you. You oh, got it. Wow, here you right. got it. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, we're on the Insta at the Anchor of the Week. Yes. I got
1: that right. Then you yeah. did. You got it right this time. That's good. That's yeah.
0: good. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, so check us out on there. Um, yeah. Can any- get connected with us. Yeah. Yeah, any questions, any things you guys want us to bring up? Um, Always welcome. Yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, good chat. Thanks for listening. Yes. See you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of the Anchor of the Week.
1: Make sure you follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and YouTube so you never miss an episode.
0: See you next time.